Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to get back in your groove again? Stay tuned for another great podcast with Linda G. Robert. That's me. Hey, 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 this is Linda G. Robert. You're back in the groove again, Coach, here with another podcast. I'm giving you an update. I haven't uh, created a podcast in quite a few weeks, so I thought I'll keep it simple. Over the last few weeks, I've gone through a fairly challenging time, and I've also had some fun. Let me explain. So a few weeks ago, my dad passed away. He had been in the hospital for a few weeks with pneumonia. Things were getting better, but then it took a turn, and the antibiotics and other medications weren't working anymore. And so on July 9th, my dad passed. And I was there with him 90% of the time. I was there when he passed. I was there the day before when the doctor did have a difficult conversation with him, when the doctor outlined the possibilities that my dad now had. Well, by then, of course, my father was not getting better, and he knew wouldn't be getting any better, and he also wanted to put an end to it. Did not want to go through the maze, the medically assisted method. That would have taken 10 days. So opted to go for the palliative medication, which would help him make, uh, make him feel more comfortable and reduce the pain that it was experiencing. So it was uh, it was very difficult. I was alone when he passed. I was really, really, really emotional. Actually, more emotional than I thought. I didn't think that it was going to hit me, you know, in that way. But it really did. Then, you know, we just never know how we're going to respond when uh, a family member dies, especially when you know a parent dies. My dad had prepared me for this for many, many years. Over the last several years, he had told me that he wanted to die, he was prepared to die, and he's had you know, numerous hospitalizations over the last several years. He was 91 years old, and he had an amputation about 25, 30 years ago. And at that time, he told me that he was going to die. So I thought that every time I would visit him in the hospital, every time I had to drive from Ottawa, because I was living in Ottawa at the time, every time I was driving from there to where he was, I thought I would be arriving and, and see him die or miss, miss his passing. It didn't make it easier. You know, even though I had been prepared for years, it didn't make things any cried a lot. And of course now because I'm the executor I'm having to manage his estate. And I'm doing the best I can. It's quite a learning curve if you've never done it before. You can't really prepare for it uh, you know, because it does really depend on the wishes of the deceased person, what their financial situation is, what their what they owe, 
what they own, who the beneficiaries are, right? So it's it's really, really difficult to prepare for. One thing that I learned that I, I didn't know necessarily was it was definitely helpful to one of the banks to have me as a um, co-signer on his bank account. Now, my dad had added me to his one of his bank accounts a few years ago. Uh, and so it was like a joint account, something like that. And I also was the beneficiary, which I didn't know about this. I was the beneficiary of one of his um, savings, a tax-free savings account. I learned that uh, in, you know, just recently. But he also had some money in another bank account. And in that other bank account, I was not... Uh, the beneficiary that was not on his account. So this is going to take a little bit more time. Now, one of the things that I had to do was to redo the power of attorneys and uh, somewhat of a, of a will, what they call a holograph will. Because what he had done before in 2008 wasn't good anymore. You know, he had named my brother as his executor. My brother passed couple of years ago, and um, my dad had not updated his will. So this speaks to the importance of updating our will, updating our powers of attorney when uh, something occurs that makes changes to it. These are things that I've learned, and you know, I know that we don't always update these, and sometimes we, we avoid even thinking about these things. But I have to tell you that once it happens to you, it certainly makes you realize that these documents are very, very important. And, you know, what I've just mentioned in terms of having someone on the account. Now, my dad trusted me. And the only time I ever went into his bank account was when he wanted me to go get some money for him. I knew I was able to do that because I was on his bank account. But other than that, I had no clue what his finances were. And so when I went to the bank after his passing, they told me that as far as they were concerned, it wouldn't be an issue for me to manage his money because I was on the account and I was the beneficiary. So these are things keep in mind and think that, that I learned as well. One more thing that I want to say. I mentioned at the beginning that I had also some really good times. Well, I did have enjoyable conversations with my dad the week before he passed, but I also had a vacation. Now, while he was sick and at the hospital, I wasn't sure if I go on my vacation, this vacation to Nova Scotia in my country had been planned for months. I think we started planning this in, in March. And so I knew when my dad went into the hospital that my vacation was coming up. But I didn't know whether he was going to get better, whether he was going to be, you know, going home. I had no idea. Now, in the last before my holiday, I 
really thought about what what I was going to do. And I had made a decision to not go if my father had not passed by the time my holidays came up. Now, I also took it a day at a time. I did not tell my friend, because I was going with a friend, I did not tell her that I'm canceling out on the trip. Um, I told her that I was going to be taking it one day at a time and that I would make a decision as we inch closer to our vacation date. So that's what I did, and that worked out really good for me. Uh, in my case, because he passed on the Saturday, and my plan was to go to Ottawa on Sunday and fly out from Ottawa to Nova Scotia on the Monday. So that worked out good. Now, a few other things. I was really exhausted. I think that, you know, sitting next to someone who's not well and who's dying, is exhausting. The worry makes us exhausted. So I was really, really tired on my trip. Uh, my friends knew, you know, that my dad had passed, so she was aware that I was not going to be in tip-top shape. But I still enjoyed my trip as best as possible. I did uh, do what needed to be done for my dad before I left. In other words, I contacted the funeral home made arrangements for um, his uh, body to be picked up and so on. I did that on the Sunday before I left. I did what was, you know, the, the most important thing. During my vacation, I also placed a few phone calls. But the bulk of it uh, was going to be done and is going to be done now because I... I've been back to my holidays now for about a week and a half, and I've already started doing a lot of work. So, you know, when somebody passes, um, we have to deal with that, especially if you're the executor. But I'm really talking now from that perspective. We have to deal with it. We have to decide our priorities. We might have to change our schedule in some cases. We will have to um, deal with banks, maybe deal with people that uh, we don't know and people that have affairs with, you know, with our loved ones. Like in my case, I had to call Bell, uh, Bell Telephone to cancel the phone. They had to ask a lot of different questions to make sure that I was the executor. I also had to, of course, uh, give a notice the apartment building where he's living. Now, in my case, because my father passed, they accepted a one-month notice instead of a two-month notice. So I also have to make sure that there's money in the bank account to cover that. So a lot of little details. And for someone who's not really detail-oriented like me, it can be quite overwhelming. Anyway, listen, I just want to touch base with you, my listeners, I wanted to bring you up to speed as to what was going on. And I will, of course, continue to put great podcasts on. I am here to help you live your best life now so you can love what you do. My name is Linda G. Robert. For more information, please do go on my website at Linda G. Robert.
www.jennyroberts.com. I'm your coach. I'm also a teacher. If you want to learn English, uh, you can also contact contact me at backintogroovegain at gmail.com. I'd love to be your coach and maybe your teacher. Talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. another wonderful podcast by me, Linda G. Robert. I'm your Back in the Groove Again coach, helping you live your best life now so that you can love what you do. Let's get you back in the groove again. Have have yourself a great day.